the TLS podcast is back. Hello, guys, and welcome to TLS, the less simpler with Jaday. I know it's been a minute, and I would like to sincerely apologize for the short break, but trust me when I say it was for a good cause. Also, I'd like to say very big thank you to the TLS supporters. You guys are amazing from your comments. The when is the TLS podcast coming back? We're waiting for new episodes, your reviews, and a couple of other things. You guys are amazing. I love you guys so much. But the TLS podcast is back, bigger, and better. We're here to give you hot, juicy episodes, conversations, relatable ones. And of course, you know how we do it on the TLS show. We always bring amazing, lovely lovely guests. And today is not going to be an exception at all. Today we're talking about conversations behind the closed doors. What really happened with after the old TikTok couple videos, you know, the amazing expensive sheets, the lavish leave-in and a couple of other uh, videos that we see online. That's what the conversation is all about today. If you are a first-time listener, please do well to put this on a pulse and go listen to our introductory episode. It's called the trailer episode just to give you an insight on what the TLS podcast is really all about. You can also comment and also follow us on our Instagram page at the underscore less underscore simpler underscore. The cap the link will be in the caption below. Welcome back to TLS the less simpler with Jordae. I am your host of course Jordae J to the A to the D and to the E baby. Anyways guys with no further ado I would like to um, introduce my guest but before then you know let me just give you an insight on who this guest is. It's been an amazing friend. I think we've known each other now for over four years and you know, he's, he's been someone, he's been my support basically from the good times, you know, the bad times and a couple of other things. But nevertheless, it's an, he is an amazing person and it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Welcome to the TLS podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me today. I'm really glad to be here. My name is Daniel. Hi. Hi, Daniel. I mean, is it just the Daniel? Tell us who you are, what you do. I'm yeah, sure the listeners want to know. I'm a technical writer. A freelance technical writer and a mental health advocate. Hmm, interesting. How come I'm just knowing that you're a mental health advocate? What's the drive behind that? Yeah, based on my personal experience and the drive to fight for social justice. <laughs> so are we having like an online um lawyer in the building or something? Exactly. My <laughs> my friends call me Tati BG lawyer. Uh-uh, uh it is <laughs> Okay, that's nice. So today's conversation, we're talking about behind the closed doors. You know, we see on social media a whole lot of, you know, this Godwin videos of couples. And we, you know, we're just wondering what really goes down behind the cl- behind the closed doors. When nobody, after the old TikTok, after the, you know, the hotels, the lavish things that we see on social media. Do you get? That's what the conversation is all about today. And most especially focusing on abuse and relationships and i would like to you know let's just talk about that really you know yeah so many people are going through a lot of stuff in their relationship that they don't post on the outside mm-hmm. we only see the sweet parts mm-hmm. the lively parts mm-hmm. the do you get yeah and there are so many people going through emotional traumas mm-hmm. emotional tra- um abuses mm-hmm. physical abuses mm-hmm. and 
several other stuff mm-hmm. like that. So now the question is, why do people stay in toxic relationships? Because you know, sometimes you just see. I think there's this trend going on. Um, thank you to my man, something, something like that. I know on TikTok, and there was this one that was that really caught my attention. She shows where you know she's having you know scars from you know injuries and and all. And then next thing you're seeing a video of her boyfriend getting a wig or something, another expensive thing. And to me, I'm like, why stay in? you know, an abusive, toxic relationship? First of all, I think most people don't really know when they are inside mm. an abusive relationship. Mm. And again, um, it depends on the type of abuse. Mm-hmm. There, are sev- there are several forms of type, abuse. Type of abuse. Well, I'll also go into that into later. Okay. Yeah. So most people don't really know about, they don't really know if they are inside an abusive, abusive relationship. relationship. Mm. And secondly, the, the abuser, they are very good at manipulating their mm. victims mm. like you think you are the one that is doing that the fault. wrong thing they will make you they will make you feel like mm. ah ah i'm not doing enough mm. for this particular person mm. and i think our society mm. enables these abuses mm. in what form exactly yeah because okay we are we are in a three years relationship now okay. if i decide to leave mm-hmm. people are ready to judge me mm. they're ready to speak uh, why did why did they have to leave? Hmm. Why did they have to Not do this? Not knowing what really went Ex- down exactly the course for. Ah, mm. she's happy in a relationship. Why did she have to leave at mm. this point in time? Mm. They to judge without knowing the basis. Mm. Do you get? Yeah. So I, okay, and I also feel like you know a whole lot of people are scared of like starting all over again. Yeah, that's part of it as well. Yeah. And again, the financial stability. Mm. Oh, this is it's it depends on the on the person now. Do you mm. get? Let's let let me cite this instance. Okay. In a in a marriage. Okay. Some people stay because of their kids. Mm-hmm. Some people stay because of the financial stability. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not buoyant enough. Mm-hmm. My husband is taking care of me mm-hmm. and, and my family. Mm-hmm. What we, what are we going to do after I leave him? What will happen to us after I leave mm-hmm. him? So some let me just stay there for better for worst. Do you get? Mm, I get you. But then why should you even let it like stay to uh, get to that the reach the marriage st- level and all? Like I said, most people don't really see the see, signs mm. or they choose to ignore those signs what when they see it. I mean you made mention of the types of abuse earlier. Yeah. Can you take a light some of the abuse types that you know? Because I've, I've a person, I've been in some sort of like abusive relationships that, like you said, I did not even know. It was not up until, you know, after the whole incident. And I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, ah, Shadi, you've really yeah, most tried. People think um like the main abuse we mm. people talk about is the physical, physical. abuse mm. the beating slapping mm. that's what most mm. people think the abuse but abuse is, is really more than that mm. we have the emotional abuse yeah. we have the financial abuse yes. we have the digital abuse yes. we have the sexual abuse yes. as well um, about the emotional abuse mm. your your partner will mm-hmm. manipulate you will gaslight you mm-hmm. They will do all sorts of stuff to mm. make you think you are doing the wrong mm. thing for them. Mm. About the financial abuse, they will, your partner will control the way you spend, mm. the way you earn, what you do to make your mm. money. You can imagine. Like it's it's a lot. You even know you are you are they are they are abusing you at that point in yeah. time. You're right. So we have the digital abuse as well, mm. where your partner can stalk you on, on any form of social media. <laughs> Very well. We have seen since like there was a girl I was talking to mm-hmm. on this past week. Mm-hmm. She said she was talking to this new guy. Then she said the guy acting to her WhatsApp like why won't anyone why? do that? Like and why? she was comfortable with that. No she was not. The mm-hmm. guy the guy got some information from her supposed 
um whatsapp wow. contacts and was trying to threaten her with this to you do can this imagine. so I, I was thinking why would anyone do and this and what was what was your advice to her at that point in time <laughs> <laughs> actually I, I i asked her to to report to the to the police okay to take it up to the security agency and is she still with the guy no she's okay. not with the guy anymore. That, that's better that's yeah. absolutely better because why staying i mean I don't think that was that relationship long enough for no, him to. No, no. I, I think he was just trying to like manipulate her to do something for him. So you for can him. imagine, you, you can imagine manipulators and all. I think, you know, for me, I feel like it goes beyond this, what, this physical things that we're seeing. Yeah. I feel like we should even talk about the background itself. What really causes, you know, this this abuser so to say what what's the drive behind this because for me i feel like it goes beyond all oh, the physical or oh, it's just angry and all sometimes i feel it could be the home background it could be an if yeah, it, uh, what's people, it, a psychological problem in fact abuse, people with history of abuse yes they tend to become more aggressive yes and they tend to they, they tend to abuse other people as mm-hmm. well just like i don't know how to i don't know how to explain that form now okay so what better what ways can we i know we're not doctors but yeah but what better in your own knowledge what way do you think we could you know probably an abuser or someone listening to this could be like okay what way can we help those that find themselves in that form or in that act yeah the first the first the first thing they have to acknowledge is knowing that they are a victim or they are an abuser mm. Like there was, I think there was a trend on Twitter recently. Okay. This guy that was abusing his ex okay. was talking. Hmm. Like, uh, yeah, he actually beat some of his past previous hmm. ex. You can imagine, and like, he wasn't remorse about it. Exactly. Hmm. That means he's going through hmm. something. He's going, but hmm. people don't see it as a problem. Hmm. They say, okay, uh, maybe that's just who he is. He is. No, hmm. he's having a mental hmm. issue breakdown. Hmm. So, he, so he, what you're trying to say is identify. Exactly, identify that hmm. I am. That's if you can, if if you can, if anybody can overcome that, mm. identify that they have a problem. Mm-hmm. You solved mm-hmm. a majority I think, of your problem. Mm, another thing is again is forgiving yourself, because yeah, before you get, I think that will that will be when when you eventually seek help. Mm, okay, they will help you through this process. But uh, you know we're in Nigeria, and yeah, that's that's why we are <laughs> trying know, to educate people more. You know, the more. thing is, it goes beyond. Oh, I I know I'm an abuser right now. And I want to, um, what's it called? I want to go for help. Who, you know, I don't even think we really have that resources here in Nigeria. We are, we are, we, we, are, we yes, we do have. We okay. have a lot of them all around the country. Really? Yeah, wow. we have mental health advocates. We wow. have therapists. We so have basically, you're saying that you know, if you identify yourself as either a victim or um, what's it called, an abuser, the f- after identifying, the next thing to do is trying to reach out for yeah. help. Yeah, and That's again, your 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 close friend okay. or a member of your family can mm-hmm. be there for you to help you okay. throughout that phase. Okay. Do you get? So I just want to say something for anybody that is going through any form of abuse and relationship please there is no shame in starting all over again yes there's no shame you can start all over again with another person there's See, no shame in you leaving. would even feel this sort of you know this sort of joy in your heart when you leave that kind of relationship trust me whatever they say or oh, whatever you know your abuser is trying to let you feel probably oh you're not good enough or maybe when you leave nobody's going to be there for you you're not going to find someone that loves you just like uh this yoruba adage um I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to like translate it in my head to English. Iru, Iru alone you see, but they, you'll find you'll definitely find people that are 
far way better than your man or yeah. the person you're with you understand it's just god that can't be re- replaceable do you get so there is no shame in starting all over again today if you find yourself in a, even if you, your guy is probably you know after he beats you he apologizes and promises heaven and hell for you i'm going to cite an example so i watched one yoruba movie and um, i think about three weeks ago and at first i was i didn't really attribute it to you know this uh, i didn't really attribute it to this um conversation but then again i said "Ah, this is actually something this is actually something serious so basically the man used to beat his wife during you know i think i can't really i didn't start the movie from the very beginning and all so he would beat up his wife and then apologize to her and due to that several times she lost uh, you know her pregnancies had miscarriages and all so there was one major one where I, she even landed in the hospital. I guess he thought she was dead. And after she was fine, the lady was like, you know what? I'm picking up my bag and I'm leaving. I'm done with this relationship. This man, you know, literally swore with his life that if he ever laid finger on her again, the woman is free to leave. That he wouldn't even like, you know, disturb her, you know, and argue and all. That, you know, that gave her this rest of mind assurance that, oh, okay, this man is actually going to be there for me. It's not, it's not, it's, it's done, really. And then later on, I think maybe, you know, how movies are, Another scene came up where the man was, you know, asking for sex and the woman was like, you know what, I'm not ready for it. Then that's whatever spirit came upon him again and he started beating her. He got into an intense argument that unfortunately for the woman, I guess through self-defense, she actually maybe stabbed him with a plate or something and he died there. Now, this woman had to, was sentenced to life imprisonment for that. So now, this is just one of the, you know, one of the many cases. We recently heard about the the club the, um, the club guy where he said claimed to you know say it was a mistake that he actually killed we don't know how the story is these cases and more so the best thing is avoid it whether or not he apologizes he or she apologizes tells you they're going to end it or not as soon as you notice any sign of abuse and relationship please my darling leave absolutely so now one more thing what are the signs that lets you know that you're in an abusive relationship yeah, I think if your partner has this controlling behavior, mm-hmm. yeah. yes, I, I agree. That's the first. That's yes. the first sign. Yes. If if they get jealous easily, if they are very obsessed, really jealous. Yes, I feel like it's 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 a sign of obsession. Really, actually. I feel like well, sorry to call issue, but I feel like you know, obs- you know, when you're jealous, I feel like it's there's a thin line between this minimal jealousy okay. and and being obsessed with, oh, with your partner okay so obsession is bad very very bad oh, okay another sign I, I think i've learned this one now <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah and when 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 you when your partner intimidates you a lot mm-hmm. can you give yeah. an example of that intimidation yeah they make you feel less of a person mm. they try to make you do what they want you mm. to do mm. like you must do this mm. you must do that you mm. get and there's a physical sign oh, um, the, the when when your partner hits you. That's that's <laughs> even a if you are playing and you <laughs> maybe you mistakenly hit the man and the next thing he does is does his own back. My sister uh, run. Oh no, oh <laughs> that no. kind of man will start with you know just tapping you and pinching you and it will just extend like yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> um, about there's also the sexual mm. abuse. I think I think we don't really talk about that. Mm, true. It's not every time that your partner will be in the mood true. and you are trying to have your way. Hmm with force hmm. that's that's a form of abuse as hmm. well and that's a sign that your partner is is abusive do you get <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the truth now because uh, me i'm in the mood you're not in the mood uh, that's not hmm. my business it should be consensual exactly hmm. 
please, we're going on a short break. Do well to listen to Dr. Little. Thank you. I just want to say thank you for inviting me to speak on this podcast. Um, my name is Dr. Dion Little. I'm a psychologist here in the United States. And I just thank you so much for including me on such a difficult topic. Um, abusive relationships, are, you know, from my experience, is never, never, never easy to discuss because everybody stay in, in a relationship for different reasons. You know, abusive situations are so complicated. And as a therapist, it's one of the toughest tasks that we can even try to conquer. And if you're in one, you know, please just take a deep breath and give yourself some compassion because you're doing the very best that you can. You know, sometimes, you know, you, th you think things are getting bad at home, but then you second guess yourself. Is it really that bad? No, let me just, you know, really stick it out. You know, after all, there are some good times and there are bad times. When you're dating, you experience the good times. After marriage, you might not experience, you know, a good, a good time. Because sometimes after marriage, men see us as possession, as a woman. Men see you as a possession. If the woman is not working, the woman have kids, all these things ties into so much complications in our life as women dating men. Now, I'm not saying only men beat women or men abuse women because there's another topic out there where women abuse men. But that's for another day. We're just going to talk about today about how difficult and complicated it is, be, you know, being in a relationship, you know, whether it's toxic, abusive, you know, physically, emotionally, cognitively, and mental, you know. And after a particular tough period of time, you know, you may even feel like you're finally getting some of your needs met, you know, you know for love and emotional support. But is it really love and emotional support? Hmm. You know, the reasons why people stay... Every, it's just so, so broad. If you are someone you know is living in an abusive situation, the reason you cannot judge because the reasons are vast. There are emotional reasons and it could be the attachment style, the codependency, the person is in denial, that's why they're staying guilt or shame, fear or retribution, right? Hope for a better future, sense of obligation. And hope for a better future plays a lot um, with, with us as third world. I'm a third world girl. I was born in Jamaica. And so I see it. I see it in Africa. I see it in Jamaica. I see it everywhere, you know? So we tend to have a sense of of obligation, especially if the man has money. We, you know, we must stay or, you know, we stay for our children. You know, it could be, you know, for situational reasons, you know, where it's financial dependency. He has money. He can take care of me. 
So I'm going to stay. Whether he beats me or not, whether he abuse me or not, I'm going to stay. But are those good reasons to stay? You know, in a lack of resources, a limited support network. You know, we as women might not have that support. And this man has the support, but it comes with abuse and toxic issues. But we still stay. You know, it could be just protecting our children so they have a good home. And a lot of people don't think about the, re the religious obligations. It depends on the culture you come from. It could all be religious. But is it right, you know? We end up in these trauma bonding, like I like to call it, you know, and live and live in a abusive environment. You know, you may see a sudden glimmer of hope every once in a while in these relationships, you know, or a brief reminder of the person you fell in love with. Brief, not much, brief, but there are names for this, you know, so these positive moments may come few and far between, yet they're enough to provide some hope that relationship may still work. But these, I call it breadcrumbs, you know, these, these are just the breadcrumbs that he's dropping or she's dropping instead of the whole loaf, you know, and this can often lay the groundwork for a trauma bond or the feeling of being unable to leave someone who hurts you, you know. Um, humans are funny beings. You know, we form attachments as a mean of survival. You know, so when someone's main source of support is also the person who's abusing them, a trauma bond can develop. You know, even if that person is who caused them pain, the survivor may turn to them for comfort. You know, it sounds crazy but it's real in an abusive situation you know you may find that your dynamic takes on somewhat of a predictable pattern which can provide an odd sense of security you know and even though there's chaos you know there is a a sense of security you know but we must be smart you know and if, if you're being abused or in a toxic relationship, you must have the courage, develop the courage to leave. You can't leave immediately, especially if you have kids, you know. And I know fear of the unknown is so strong that you may deny that the abuse ever took place in order to come back to the life that you know over a future that you don't, you know. So you don't want to give up certainty for uncertainty. You know, so, um, it, you know, sometimes we stay with the evil that we know, you know, and we don't, and, and it's fair often times while we don't leave, you know, abusive relationships are exceedingly difficult to quit and it requires a lot of guts to do so. And if you're not strong, you cannot leave, you cannot leave. The pastor can't make you leave. He can talk to you. A therapist can't make you leave. He or she can speak to you. But at the end of the day, it is you who has to build the courage to leave. You know, admitting that you've been mistreated or that you're being abused can be very challenging because nobody wants to air the, their dirty laundry. Nobody wants to get the man in trouble. 
nobody wants nobody to stereotype them now or start talking about their family. So women stay. Women stay for the sake of all these things. You know, you may believe you've done something wrong or that the violence is your fault. It's not your fault. No, no one deserves to be treated badly. You know, remember that your partner may employ blame shifting as a tactic. Abusers will blame you. It's your fault. You made me do it. Don't believe those things. You're a human being just like the person who's talking to you. You know, and and he or she may reinforce a sense of responsibility, you know, for your partner's abusive behavior. So women tend to make excuses why he hit her. I, it's my fault. I was loud. I, I was screaming. I was shouting. I did this. I did that. No, do not take blame for anyone hitting you. Okay? Um, it's just a, a complicated, this is just a complicated issue. I can stay on this topic for about five hours. <laughs> um, but, you know, just from my knowledge of, of what I see and and what I've dealt with in therapy, you know, um, it's just an ongoing situation. Abusive relationships can take you on and on and on and on until it breaks you down to the ground. You know, just know that there's a few ways that you can try to diffuse attention. Even though the person might come in every day arguing, just stay calm. Set boundaries. Always maintain eye contact. Refuse to emotionally engage in those arguments. It's just going to escalate. Just trying to run next door to a third party um, person, you know, just for help so he don't kill you. Right? Uh, and secretly document everything that's happening. Once it's over, document, get a little journal, but that book has to be in safekeeping. Some phones got journals on the phone, you know, so it's just for you to develop a plan, a safe plan. Please forgive yourself. Remember, this is not your fault. There's nothing that you did wrong that caused this. Okay, you're not responsible for your partner causing you harm. You, you did not put yourself in this situation. You thought this was a loving, you know, I guess, circumstance that you were in. So please forgive yourself because you must listen. You must cook and clean, take care of the kids. And you and you must listen. If, if you don't listen and if you want too much, you, you know, these type of things happen also. You know, domestic violence is apparent when someone physically attacks you. You must remember the first hit, the first slap shouting, you know, just abusing you mentally. That's all on the domestic violence. Again, my name is Dr. Dion Little. Um, if you need to find me, I do a lot of free counseling. Um, uh, to, you know, for some people, I do, I do free counseling for Third World. Um, but if you need to speak to me, I'm on WhatsApp. I do have a foundation called One Love We Deliver Charity where we serve Africa a lot, Nigeria, Ghana, Togo. Um, so if you ever need to find me, you can hit me up on WhatsApp. Um, and Jade know how to find me. She can give my information to those that's in need. Please remember, domestic violence is not your fault. Love yourself more. 
and love your children. If you're in one of these relationships, make preparations slowly, slowly. Sometimes there are many men that's being abused also, but that's another topic that I would like to even talk about, you know, another day, you know, so. Thank you very much, Daniel, for your time and um, for your input on this. And um, yeah, you wanted to say something. No, <laughs> Go on. I'm, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for your time once again. And, um, you know, it's it's actually nice to that you were able to speak about this. And I'm very grateful. Yeah, we need uh, we need to educate people more yes, on this. Yes. Thing to see reasons why being in an abusive relationship is very bad. Definitely. And why they need to leave Definitely. as early as possible. Definitely. If, even if you are married to your partner, mm. in as much as the Bible does not really... The church does not really validate divorce. Mm. I think it is very necessary mm. to live an abusive relationship for your own personal growth mm. and your mental health. Thank you. So, thank you very much, Daniel. You're welcome. Um, also, I would like to add that I will be listing out some organizations to call for help. Perhaps you're seeking, you know, you're in or you know someone that is in an abusive relationship here in Nigeria. I would have that posted on my Instagram page so you could go check it out. The link for the Instagram page will be in the caption below. And um, if you find this episode interesting, relatable, please, you know, give your your comments and also like and share with your friends. See you in the next episode. Bye bye.